five podcasts from Fortinet. You give us a few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity insights based on the current trends impacting today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the experience from the Fortinet Field CISO team, focusing on the challenges leaders will face in the upcoming year across industries and technologies. I'm your host, Renee Terran, Fortinet's Deputy CISO, and today we'll be talking with Troy Ament, Fortinet's Field CISO for Healthcare and Life Sciences. And he's talking about preparing for the year ahead for healthcare. Welcome, Troy. Thanks for the opportunity, Renee. So let's jump into it. Thinking, talking about the healthcare industry, you know, taking a look back, you know, what are some of those challenges that were top of mind for CISOs in healthcare in 2022 in terms of cybersecurity? Yeah, so I want to start just a little bit outside of cybersecurity. So, uh, you know, really organizations, they had to turn the corner on COVID, right? So uh, patient care is the, the top priority and they were still challenged with patient care issues and we're in the process of moving really to what, is a new normal. So those impacts to revenue, uh, patient flow, uh, reductions or increases in some elective surgeries, depending upon what needed to be done based on, you know, um, surgeries getting missed during the pandemic. Um, so kind of really just kind of getting back to a new normal. But in 2022, the discussions that I had with CISOs really centered around mitigating ransomware risk. And then assessing technology debt, which unfortunately was exasperated during the pandemic and, you know, kind of a focus on, on patient care and, and um, solving for those issues. And then I think what was really exciting was a renewed focus on securing connected medical devices. Right. And so, I mean, that securing those medical devices and, and other challenges that you, you mentioned, you know, do you think that challenge will evolve or, or change as we go, head into 2023? Yeah. So the priorities of healthcare and life sciences organizations, I think, will continue to be focused on medical device security certain and certainly ransomware threats. I think it's going to evolve because the attack surface is, is growing, going to continue to grow and more connected medical devices and kiosks are going to be become the standard. I, I think the reason I think and predict that growth is significant pat, um, patient and staffing efficiencies are gained by enabling those connected medical devices. In fact, there's been a number of studies that have shown that IoT is gaining, has the most industry gains within healthcare amongst all other vertical markets. And then as you look at virtual medicine, uh, that's going to continue to grow, you know, really because of ad adoption. I, I think obviously hybrid of in-person and virtual visits is going to be here to stay. But as I talk to clinicians and, and my colleagues, CISOs and CIOs in, in healthcare, what they're seeing is, you know, it, it's going to be really healthy for us to have an in-person, uh, obviously visits for there to be a sample size there. But then there's definitely, as you look at things like RSV and you're looking at community, community health and doing virtual visits, they can definitely do some of the you know, really those visits virtually and get to the same outcomes that they could in person, but certainly depending upon that in-person uh, patient volume as well. And then lastly, I think we're going to see an expanded use of AI in areas such as such as radiology. So we're just going to continue to see um, that attack surface continue to grow. Yeah, when you're looking at healthcare, I mean, that environment is very complex and, and so important. And so when you look into, you know, going into 2023, when you're talking to all these CISOs, you know, what challenges, you know, do you see, you know, moving up on their list as most, most important to address in healthcare? Yeah, so I think what's going to be different or interesting about 2023 with healthcare 
being really heavily integrated is we're going to start to see some movement and have already started to see some movement here in late 2022 with new cybersecurity regulations. Um, maybe the first time for some potential updates and enhancements to HIPAA that hasn't happened since 1996, since, you know, really the rule was initially written and then some obvious rules that were added with the High Tech Act. Uh, but I think some some greater enhancements to that could happen. And then and then there's been some momentum on Capitol Hill with regard to formal medical device uh, legislation. So I think as I look at those items, new regulations and HIPAA reform could could be priorities that rise that haven't been on the radar for very long. So we might see, although I think, you know, as I talk to CISOs, the goals are still the same, the frameworks are still the same, the 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 end state is still the same. They might have to do some things uh, from a priority perspective that weren't perspective or expected because of regulation that could be coming down the road. Right. That is a perfect segue into my next question. You know, so what are some of those, you know, overlooked cyber strategies or solutions that you think uh, would be really helpful or relevant to CISOs in healthcare? You know, for me in my last CISO roles was simplification and consolidation. First and foremost, uh, my last organization, we did 20 plus acquisitions over the course of about a decade. And the best thing that we could do for my cybersecurity program was was the consolidation of electronic medical records, human resources systems, obviously identity and access management systems, reducing that, uh, reducing the complexity, but then reducing the attack surface. As I look at organizations that have, have really struggled, you know, and had significant ransomware attacks, a lot of those organizations are the ones that didn't do that consolidation. They've got maybe four or five different electronic medical records and really were just a holding company for, for larger health systems and didn't do that consolidation and had a too large of an attack surface for their smaller security teams to protect against. And then as we look at cybersecurity technology, I think we're seeing a, a consolidation of best of breed solutions. Uh, I think I, a lot of CISOs that I talk to right now they're really diving deep into each areas of their capabilities and of their technologies and making sure that they're utilizing the high 90% of those features. And then just eliminating technologies that are providing a high level of value. Uh, as we've all talked about, and I've heard you mentioned, Renee, um, moving from 20 to 30 different point-based solutions and vendors down to a handful, I, I see that more than I ever have. Uh, I used to hear a lot of best of breed, maybe going back 10 years ago, and now I'm seeing much more consolidation and simplification of, of the security stack. Yep, I absolutely agree. It was a great idea at the time, but the, when it came to realizing all these different point solutions and trying to integrate them. Oh, sure. So when, it, when you talk about you know, reconnaissance and, and how that shift to being more just disruptive cyber threats at scale, um, it's really causing a need to be more active uh, defense cyber strategies for CISOs and, and healthcare. Can you talk about, you know, some examples of, of that? Yeah, you know, so there's there's some more advanced, proactive cybersecurity tools out there uh, that organizations can either implement earlier in their maturity. And then there are some organizations that have, you know, advanced, if we're looking at the NIST, the NIST five layers of uh, security maturity, uh, for organizations that are further into that maturity sector, they can do. But one that I think, you know, really shares um, the ability to do early maturity and late maturity is deception. And, and within healthcare, what we're seeing the value is using deception technologies for things like, as an example, 
employee, physician, and patient portals. Standing those portals up as a deception, what we call decoys, uh, for the adversaries to, to attack or to scan, provide a great ability for organizations to see where, where the bad actors are, you know, looking at their environments and, and put an automation with their simulator sword to protect them. Better high fidelity alerts as well. Another area within deception that organizations are having a lot of success in healthcare is with regard to connected medical devices. So for most organizations, CISOs that I talk to, they know that putting in a vitals machine, you know, really requires the configuration of connecting that device to the network, connecting it to the integration engine, and then sending the results to the electronic medical record. It's all very hard coded. There's very few devices in that chain of command that need to be uh, connected. So setting up decoy, vitals machines, uh, pack systems, those types of things are, are very obvious areas that if something's contacting it, there's either a misconfiguration, which could be leading to network performance in the environment, um, or there could be a bad actor in the environment attacking that device. And then the other area that I see a lot of healthcare organizations investing into are, are you know, really things uh, such as digital risk protection services, um, protecting things like Rogue mobile apps. Think about virtual care. We're expanding that that um, attack surface. So having more proactive um, security measures around mobile apps is important. Brand impersonations. Obviously, we've got um, healthcare patients that are can be in some scenarios very vulnerable. Um, so we see a lot of brand impersonations around things like insurance fraud and those types of things. And then lastly, just you know, knowing that in some scenarios, unfortunately, our weakest link can be our users, um, you know, putting in defenses such as uh, that protect against phishing impersonations, you know, health systems can have, you know, as many as thousands of, of, of employees. So it's a, it's a big attack surface from an employee perspective. So having uh, proactive uh, measures out there to protect against those attacks as well. Yep, I couldn't agree with you more. Well, thanks, Troy, for being here. Thank you. And thanks for joining us for this episode of Take 5. For more information about healthcare, visit our website, www.fortnet.com forward slash healthcare. Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortnet, securing your digital acceleration with the performance and scale needed to detect and prevent threats across an organization's entire infrastructure, including networks, endpoints, and clouds. <laughs>